You're listening to a recording of a live radio show on NPR News. If you want to listen to us in real time, you can stream our show live weekdays at 9 and 11 a.m. Central. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Good morning. I'm Carrie Miller. This is NPR News. This hour, as new allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh surface and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford is due to testify this week, what will it mean for the court, the Congress and an election that is just weeks away? As a political junkie and two experts on government and politics join in, I'd like you to give some thought to this question. Do you believe that the Senate Judiciary Committee should hold the proceedings until they can do an investigation of these new allegations? Do you think Dr. Ford's testimony, if it happens on Thursday, will change the minds of the senators on the Judiciary Committee and the Senate as a whole? So I'd like your thoughts on whether you think the Senate Judiciary Committee should wait, stop the proceedings and pursue an investigation on these new allegations. And do you believe that if Dr. Ford's testimony takes place on Thursday, along with Brett Kavanaugh's, that they will their testimony will change any of the minds on the senators of that on that committee or in the Senate as a whole? Things to think about. Here's the phone number 651-227-6000-800-242-2828 on Twitter at Carrie NPR. Ken Rudin joins us. Hi, Ken. I'd like your thoughts on the political implications of these new allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. Do you have a sense of what happens next? No, exactly no. I mean, we know. I mean, of course, if you look at the calendar, we do know or we assume to know that Dr. Blasey Ford will testify on Thursday and she'll testify uh, first and then uh, Judge Kavanaugh will will respond. Uh, they will not play the, 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 uh, her case. Her lawyers will not allowed are not allowed to uh, uh, to bring any other witnesses. Noticeably, Mark Judge, who's allegedly the friend of Judge Kavanaugh, who allegedly was at that party where he groped her, uh, they are not allowed to ask the FBI for an investigation. And what I heard from briefly from that argument, I mean, yes, they they brought. I mean, the FBI did investigate in back in 1991 with Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill. The FBI did investigate. They did spend, I think, two or three or four days investigating and then ultimately they found there was not enough nothing enough substantial for them to act upon and that was their report and of course as you remember the senate confirmed thomas by a 52 to 48 margin but but this is different because this is i mean this is coming right now as of today it's 42 days before the election and there are so many things at stake the future of the trump administration or at least the future of their ability to get things done in the next in the, of the final two years of its first term there are a lot of republican uh, republicans who are up who could basically will have to uh, will have to account for uh, a, a vote that could that could infuriate and inflame women who are already prone to voting democratic as as well so so there's a lot going on and we don't have any yeah, I mean obviously it's such a compacted process right now with only 42 days to go democrats are furious republicans are on the defensive seemingly but Mitch McConnell says look this is going on no matter what these are stalling tactics and believe me, he knows a lot about stalling tactics, given the two name, the, the name of Merrick Garland. But the Republicans are convinced they have the votes. They convinced they have the process going to go through after Thursday. 
and there's more and more pressure on it than ever before on these members of the Senate who are going to vote on this nomination. Uh, okay, so Ken, a couple things there. I, I want to know wh- what it means when someone of Senator Dianne Feinstein's position on the committee and longtime tenure and role in bringing the the Christine Blasey Ford allegations to light, and I know she's been criticized for some of that. What does it mean when she asks for a delay and an investigation? Does her request hold any other weight than, you know, than the many, many other members of Congress who are asking for it? I think the short answer is no. I think that basically she is still a Democrat, that, that, that the Republicans still feel that this is a delaying tactic. You know, we heard uh, Lizzie Graham on, uh, on Fox News Sunday yesterday saying that basically my mind is made up unless I hear something so dramatic, nothing is going to change. And I suspect that is true for a lot of the members of the, of, the, of the Senate, especially on the Republican. Well, no, I think on both sides. I think Democrats have made up their mind that they believe Dr. Blasey, that they believe that you know, all the things that she's talked about and gone through and the, and the lie detector test and all that, they believe her. And the Republicans just don't. I mean, you, you heard what President Ford, uh, I'm sorry, President Ford, my goodness, President Trump tweeted on Friday. He said, oh, look, if this was such a traumatic uh, moment for her, if this was such a big deal, why didn't he re- she report it? Which is, I mean, any, if we've learned anything about the Me Too movement and what women have gone through in the past year, or at least what we've learned in the past year, we know exactly why women don't go don't report this because then they get dragged through the mud as Dr. Blasey has been done has has happened to her in the past couple. I, of weeks. I have to tell you, Ken, it is this far down the line, really, and I don't I don't mean in this latest political episode. I mean in everything we know about investigating sexual assault, what women themselves have said about it, that people still ask, well, why didn't they just come forward and. I mean, what other kind of evidence do you need for that? And I just think the men who raise that, and it is mostly men, absolutely don't get it. And that's an echo from 1991 when Anita Hill testified. They just don't get it. Echo from '91, but given the fact that we've been deluged by by men in high positions in, in business and entertainment and the media and politics from both sides, Democrats and Republicans. I mean, I mean, poor Minnesota. We saw Al Franken uh, leave the Senate. We saw Keith Ellison under accusations. You know, there are just things going on in Minnesota and every state in the country. But I, but the fact that somebody would to this day would still say. Why didn't you come forward if this really happened? You haven't learned anything. And, then, and I think almost anything that may be the most telling remark I've seen in the past week about this. Here's Leslie on Twitter. She says, why wouldn't Kavanaugh want to be confirmed with a clean slate if he is, in fact, innocent? Women are watching big time. And that's true, isn't it, Ken? That's exactly what members of Congress, Republicans specifically, are worried about. Women are watching. Well, that's true, but I mean, why would he? I mean, of course he'll. I'm not. Look, I'm not. It sounds like I'm prejudging. I'm not prejudging. It is a lot of it is he. Sh- he said. She said. Or should I say, he said. They said because there's more than one accuser. But the fact is, is that you know he spent his whole life getting to this point. He wants this position. What I think is most remarkable is so many of his defenders are saying, "Well, it happened when he was 17. Well, you know that's what kids did back then. Well, there was a lot of alcohol. Well, if that's his defense, 
if that's what his defenders are saying, then basically they're saying he's lying because he denies it completely. And they're all saying it probably happened, but it happened, you know, decades ago and he was 17 years old. Well, so is he a predator or is he a liar? But either way, he's being boxed into a corner by his own supporters. And, you know, once I mean, look, you know, I remember Gerald Ford once upon a time was talking about impeaching Justice William O. Douglas for some, you know, uh, ethical lapses and things like that, which went any which went nowhere. And there was always those impeach Earl Warren billboards we saw all over the country in the 1950s. But the point is, once the Senate votes on this nomination, Brett Kavanaugh, it is Brett Kavanaugh will be there for life. And so. And so this is why this this hearing, I mean, it, it almost all it is really Thursday will be Dr. Ford, Dr. Blasey Ford uh, saying what she remembers. And he'll say and, and Kavanaugh will say, I deny it. And then this and then you'll hear the Lindsey Graham. Well, nothing convinced me. I'm not changing my mind. And that's why so much pressure. I mean, if, if, if you talked about the pressure on Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski before, oh, I know and that was just on the, you know, the, the future of Roe and the future of women's reproductive rights. If you think of what, 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 what the pressure that's on them and people like Jeff Flake of Arizona, who's just completely anguished by this whole thing, this is not a done deal. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. And predictions are ridiculous. Who ever thought we'd be in this position? But my goodness, this, this nomination is in jeopardy. I mean, he could, he certainly could get confirmed, and and in many ways, you know, that'll that'll remind people of what happened in 1991. But this seems even worse because because this country has gone through this understanding of the Me Too movement of of, of women who've been subjected to this kind of abuse and uh, assault over the years. This was a recording of a live radio show on NPR News. To add your voice to our discussion, you can call in at 800-242-2828 or tweet Carrie at K-E-R-R-I-N-P-R. And if you miss us live, you'll find all of our shows by subscribing to this podcast. If you have questions, you can email us at talk at NPR.org. 